Uh, appreciate this, Connie. Uh, yeah, I, I guess let's let's start with just uh, the the overall the, the overall thing that's hanging over everything, and that is is Chris. He's he's in a he's in a fight right now. Hey. Yeah, he is. I mean, it's you know yesterday cardiac arrest in the afternoon and rushed him to the hospital, and you know it's it's been a it's been a battle since. I mean, guy was able to get over and see him yesterday, and Kelsey and the kids and. Yeah, it's emotional. I mean, it's, yeah. it puts things in perspective, you know, to see him battling again. He's been battling for five years, and he continues to battle. Yep. And, uh, and, and with, with that and with that heavy uh, and, and hanging over everything, and, and we're doing all of this with a, with a super heavy heart, it's, it's also a really good day for the organization to not only get Michael signed and, and have him here for two more years, he'll play a 1,000 games with the organization, but also gets to join you as one of the captains, and uh, he's the 21st captain in franchise history. It's, it's a good day for the organization, too. Take us through that side of it. It's exciting for, for me personally because <laughs> Bax is the last person I played with. You know, so to have Bax here and to know what kind of person he is and what he does for this community, what he does for this team, you can't put into words how how important that is. And when you're talking about, I mean, one of my things have been bringing in young guys and you want people to lead them the right way. And again, Bax, second best guy in shape and camp. That's huge. I mean, those are the things that you, you look at, what he does on the ice after, in the gym. So what are young guys doing? They're following the leaders. Oh, Bax is in the gym. I'm going in the gym. Bax is shooting extra pucks. He's staying on the ice. He's working on this, whatever it is. You know, they just kind of follow him. And, and that's, and it's a little more pressure. I mean, he's going to have to be front and center, good and bad. But I think he was doing that anyways. You know, I think for the last two years, it easily could have been Bax. If Daryl decided to go with a co uh, captain, you know, I believe it was going to be Bax. And I think all the players believe that. So when you have management, coaches, and the players all saying it's one person, you know, it, it's really an easy decision. Take us through the uh, process of this. How did today's news become a reality? Yeah. Well, we talked. I talked to Bax right after the season. You know, he had some questions. He wanted to see where the direction of the team's going. And I told him then, if you're on board, you know, that, that'll that give everyone's looking for the same thing. Same question you're asking me right now. Everybody's asking the same question. Where are we going? What are we doing? What's this team going to be like? And I said, you know, obviously the emotions, the way they felt at the end of the year, everyone was frustrated with the way it went. And I, I get it. So, you know, talking through the summer, you could tell even – I guess it goes right back to the draft. He came to the draft. If he really, you know, wasn't happy with us, he sat with us on the lunch. It was all the scouts. Uh, oh, back, back sat in on that stuff? He came to the lunch that we're having for all the scouts. He was there for two hours. Him and I sat for <laughs> 40 minutes, you know, and I'm thinking, really? Why would Bax want to leave? You know, and I kind of said to him at that point, I've played on different teams. I've, you know, there are good cities. You don't know what you're going to get out there. You don't know. But the legacy you could have here in Calgary. I mean, you and Iggy, 1,000 games. You know, that's special. I mean, you know, uh, Dave Nona said, I guess the people that you know, we were talking, and he said, you know, I had the Sedins start and finish with one club. That just doesn't happen. You know, and it made me kind of realize it, it is a big deal. And that's when I was thinking, 
you know, Bax and Iggy both doing it is pretty special. And then as the summer went along, Bax is great. Text me, call me. We would back and forth, you know. Um, there was a long period where we didn't, you know, but I wanted to give him some space, some time to think. And when you're home, you know, you want to, you know, you just want to get away from it. But as we got closer um, to coming back, you know, I could tell a little bit of shift. Can we talk? Can we do that? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, even right before, uh, you know, I think the golf tournament, I, I said, he goes, okay, I, I'm feeling I want to, I want to come back. So I said, okay. And so then we talked again and he just said, we've been weighing everything. He goes, I don't even know. It's not close. <laughs> the pros are here. The cons are here. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like I said, perfect. So then we, uh, you know, we started to engage contract talks and, you know, it always takes a little bit of time and uh and then finally we were able to to close it the last few days so you know him and his agent coming through and to be able to get uh you know a two-year deal and that and that's why i told Bax, the two year doesn't mean we're, we have three years and hey we can you, keep, you kept on rolling exactly on one year deals, you can right? go you can go one year deals like yep. let's you know let's let's do this together let's see where we're at so he was uh he was on board it was exciting and then uh you know now we get to move forward was um was the captaincy always part of the conversation in that you're like, we also want you to be the captain of this team? And, and how, how much was that part of you guys getting to, and, and bridging any gaps? Well, I told them right after the season, I know you're the captain of this team. You know, you are the captain. You didn't wear the C, but you are the captain. And he didn't disagree with me. I mean, we, you know, we talked about that. And, you know, as it went along, I mean, I think – he knew it so we didn't have to talk about it because he knew if i'm committed here i'm probably the captain yep you know and, and then even when we were talking right before he signed i said you're going to be the captain you know i mean even today i had the jerseys all done everything was ready for i was hoping it was going to go this way if not i was going to have you know uh, change course but i had a feeling just the way talking to him from the golf tournament on that he was 100% in, wanted to be a Calgary Flame. And that's even my first press conference. I just wanted guys that wanted to be here. And to hear him say it and want to be here was all well, all it took for me. It just looked right, too, didn't it? Like, it just it, the, it, seeing that, I, I was watching it on the video stream because I was downstairs, but it just it just looked right, didn't it? It just feels right. Yeah, it does to me. You know, it, it you know, and maybe other people can look and say, oh, it should have been this person or that. But if you, you know, when you talk to the players in the next few days, it's going to be very apparent who was the captain of that yep. team. Craig Conroy's with us here on Flames Talk West. Dare I ask how long you've had those 11 jerseys ready with the C <laughs> on them? <laughs> Peter Hanlon's quick, though, but we've, we've been talking about it for, I think, since the golf tournament. I don't know if we had them then, but I was feeling better about something moving forward you know but you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself until it's actually done so it was nice to actually see him sign the paperwork we agreed i mean i gave him a big hug out at windsport today and congratulated him and you know he it, it, it's it's a great feeling for me i mean he's the last person i played with here right so my really big first signing was would be him was special for me i mean i got sharon govich done but i didn't know you know Australia, I got that done, but to really get backs, to get my first captain, a few things I really wanted to do, and and to know he's going to be with us for three years, is pretty special. I 
I just asked Michael upstairs during the press conference to sort of explain what it means to have that second C in the case of the Flames on his chest. And, <laughs> and he said, you know, maybe ask me again after I've played a game. I'm, I'm still trying to kind of believe this is real, but you're one of 20 previous guys who knows exactly what it means to have the C on his chest in this city. Can, can you put that into words? You know, and you look at the guys that are before the Lannies, the, the, the guys that are have done it, and even on every team I've played, when you go to Montreal, when I was in Montreal, to see all the captains there and how they handle themselves and how they do it, there's a responsibility. There's a big responsibility. And until you wear the C, you don't know how big it is. I mean, you're you always worried about yourself as a player. Now you have... 22 other guys you're worried about too and you have to hold them accountable it's not always fun being a captain because you have to do some hard things at times you know i think like i would tell backs i would rather do it pull you aside a player aside and talk to him privately because you never want to embarrass him and hockey players don't take that well if you're in a group and you start yelling at him that's not going to go well but hey pull him aside and whatever you feel like you need more from and you got to look at yourself if you're not playing well you know, and the other thing is in a Canadian market, the media, good, bad, good game, bad game, you have to be there. I mean, you definitely want to get a break. You know, you, you need that support system around you. So those assistant captains, that leadership group, you know, I there used to be games when Jerome would say, Connie, I don't want to do any media. Do you mind? Sure. You know, or hey, can someone else, Robin, can you do it? Whoever it was, Rhett, can you do it? Like there's just times when it becomes a lot you're trying to get your own game going at times and that's where it's the, the support system so as much as backs is the captain it's going to be the people around them also that are going to be a big part of this what uh, knowing that michael said several months ago i, I want to know the direction of this team i i, I don't want to miss out on the opportunity to be a part of a contender before my career is done what does today's news mean to you in the sense of the job you've done so far and the direction now Michael Backlund believes this team can go? Well, I mean, I think if he would have seen just guys leaving, leaving, leaving for draft picks and, you know, other things, it probably would have sent a message that he didn't want to be here. But I did believe in, I do believe in the team. I did believe in the team last year. We didn't we didn't perform the way we thought we were going to. So I think moving forward, we just, you know, the idea was, okay, if we can get these guys signed and we can move forward, I think, you know, it, the problem was getting the first one signed and now Bax is signed and, and now we'll move, move, move on to the next guy and see where we're at. Because it's not, it's not always easy and it never happens as quick as people would like. I know fans were like, what are you doing? Why are you pointing at me when yeah, you say that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, you're, you're trying to build the best team. You're trying to find a way to win. And, and financially, you have a salary cap. Yep. You know, and I do know it's going up next year. But also, we want to we wanna be a good team. We want to be able to add pieces. You know, but that's why we're going to see young guys in the lineup. And, you know, unfortunately... You know, we had an injury in the game the other night, and that hurts, you know, and you feel bad because Pelche came in and worked so hard. You know, every year he put on one pound. He put on eight pounds this year. He looked faster. He looked quicker. He looked like, you know, just the excitement, you know, what we wanted in that room. And unfortunately, 
um, the injuries happen and now we got to move forward. But those are the things we were trying to do. And I think, you know, when you look at Bax as the captain, for him to lead these young guys that we're going to have is going to be, uh, you know, like I said, he's going to set a great example for everybody in that room. Just a couple more. Cause I know it's a, it's a crazy day for you, but um, flexibility with this deal. It's, the term is flexible. The AAV is flexible. Like from a, you mentioned the salary cap. This really works from your framework, doesn't it? It, it does. I mean, it. You know, if Bax wants to be a part of something and has a chance to win, you know, he could he have got more money out there. Maybe I, I don't know how that would have all worked. But he would have had to move. He and he wanted to be a flame, and he was willing to, you know, take a take a little bit of a pay cut to stay here and be a part of this and now it's my job to use that little bit of money we have mm-hmm. you know wisely moving forward um what does it take you mentioned the fitness testing you were you were effective right until you wrapped up your career what does it take to play in he's 34 now to play into his late 30s and still be at an nhl level what does it take what what's it going to take for michael well first of all it's the conditioning off the ice i mean you can't let yourself go and he doesn't I mean, he's in great shape. You know, he's uh, durable the way he plays. He hasn't had a lot of injuries over the course of his career. Some guys have had a ton of injuries, but that's why he's so close to playing a 1,000 games because he hasn't been injured, you know, and, and knock on wood, I shouldn't have said that. But, yeah. you know, they uh, just the way he takes care of himself, the way he prepares, the way he eats, the way he comes to the rinks, his preparation, you know, you don't see you, – you see him continuing to go like this for the next – two or three years and then we'll see where it goes from four five six who knows you know that's that's the one nice thing about this is you know it's a two-year deal but backs can play as long as he wants um and you mentioned jacob that that's pretty gutting news too uh just what was your reaction when you got the news and if you can give us a little bit of an update as to where things are on jacob yeah, when you know you're always hoping for the best. Uh, I had the MRI, and obviously it didn't go the way we'd like. But the one good thing is um, we're going to get surgery next week. He'll be out indefinitely until you know. The one thing we want to make sure with the surgery that when he comes back, he's 100%. You know, I know he was probably thinking when that night he would like to play. Hey, is there a chance to play? But you know, when you talk to all the doctors, second opinions. The best thing for him was to get the surgery and then move forward. And you know, it's disappointing because I know how disappointed he was because he was so excited to be here. And you know, he just felt like it was a whole different training camp for him. He just felt at ease and comfortable and being himself, and he felt great. So, you know, I told him, "Hey, we're just your legs still work. We're going to keep going. We're going to get you back. And then when you're ready to go, you know, we'll we'll start up again." Um. I saw you earlier today at, at Winsport. I, I, I didn't know about the Chris news at the time, so uh, I just wanted to say uh, thoughts. Uh, everybody here, Wes, me, Station, Flamestock, everybody with, with you and the Flames family. So uh, appreciate the time today, and uh, I, I guess hang in there, eh? Really appreciate that. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Wes.